No. Also, do you know how hard it is, you know, to take care of a child? So you're just being selfish now, Franco. This is not, Z- this is not Z- about Z- you. Zija is volunteering his time to take care of the child, so. Oh, damn. I, I am? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Franco's uh, trying to stop. <laughs> Alright, welcome everyone to the newest... Oh, hang on. Welcome everyone. Going down the line, we're your hosts. Zija. Wait, 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 start over, start over, start over. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Welcome everyone. Going down the line, we're your hosts. This is Zija. I'm Zishan. I'm Mud. And I'm Franco, and this is C Squared AF. We don't, we don't I, I, even I thought, have. I thought we had a crowd in the room over there, and I thought <laughs> someone would just cheer. Of course. You you act like we have more than like 10 followers. Look, we have 14. They're the ones that count. True. Yeah. And look, it's our well, this, this goes exactly back to what we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just, that small look, following no. at the beginning? No, it's going to grow. As we are, as, as we... We have been getting growth, so yeah. yeah. Our TikTok has been getting a lot of growth too. Yeah. Speaking of growth, there is a lot of self-growth that's also happening for, I think, all of us recently. I feel like I'm self-declining, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just over, like, in terms of overall, like, if you look at the past decade. Okay, right? yeah. Because yeah, it's weird to say. All of us. Yeah, exactly, but it's, it's like weird. Almost it's weird about the same, though. Yeah, but, like, no, I'm saying the past decade <laughs> no, for all of us is, like, it's, basically just half our lives. Yeah, it's about half. Oh, our that's life. true. Oh wow. Yeah. Feel a little tripped out now. <laughs> It'd be concerning if we didn't grow at all in this past decade. <laughs> of course, but even if you look at between, I guess, like starting college and now. Yeah. So past like five years or so. Yeah. There's been. I feel like there's been a lot of growth, both like mentally, physically, emotionally, and being fat. You grow in all ways. Anyways, I was telling Ahmad Zija the yeah. other day where, like, self-growth and, like, I guess self-growth and self-care because they fall into the same sort of... Well, I guess one could initiate the other, Yeah, I guess. They yeah. fall in, they're different, but they fall under the sim- similar umbrellas. Yeah. So I was talking about how... how Because um, we were talking about self-care, and I said... I was kind of throwing off examples, and I was just like... uh. I gave the example. I'm just like self care also happened like with Zija's globe, and I'm not saying like you know just looking better, but the steps it took you to get to that point. You know, you hear that, ladies? I put it in work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Where did plug, it plug, go? plug, 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 plug. Where did it go, though? Huh? Where did it go? Bro, COVID took it away. <laughs> no, it didn't. Look, look. Compare yourself to high school you, like senior year you. Freshman year, you of college, bro. It was crazy. I, I graduated high school like 125 pounds, no beard. Uh, I used to buzz, like basically shave my head. Um, no confidence. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I start crying <laughs> thinking back. I saw a picture the other day of me, like I took before going to a grad party, like in high school. Jesus, <laughs> I looked sound like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Zija, for you, like, the beard made a big difference, I feel. Like, because you really took care of it. Like, that was the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you really got into taking care of the beard and making sure, like, it's how you wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. Because a beard is something I always wanted, especially in high school. Mm -hmm. And then, like, me doing No Shade November basically just gave me stubble. (laughs) And that was kind of depressing. Like, I was so proud at the end. And then, like, this guy I knew who, uh, a math tutor of mine. Who had like a really like thick, massive beard? Um, was I'm like, hey, look at my beard. He literally looked at me and then laughed for five minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like, you call that thing a beard? That's just a bunch of pubes on your face. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, and then so after that, I was kind of scarred, and I didn't sh- like I I would just constantly shave my face mm-hmm. uh, for a few years after. And I think one year in college, I'm like, Zishan, I think I'm gonna try to grow a beard. I was all for it. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. And so, like, uh, like during a period of a month, two months or whatever, I, I grew a beard out. And from there, I just kind of, like, played with it. But it's it's funny because if I shave my beard now, I, like, go back to, like, low-key looking, uh, like, face-wise to high school self. To my high school self. Because I shaved the start of COVID, I think. Around, yeah. Um, 
in bar- back in March, I, I shaved, and uh, several of my friends were like, this is so weird. It literally feels like I'm looking at you from sophomore year again of high school. <laughs> and it just tripping me out. Because the, the thing is, you also, like, bulked up significantly since high school. So it's like, you look very much grown, but then you go back to high school, so you're just like, what? Yeah, the face doesn't match the body. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's more to it than just, like, your beard. Because, uh, I mean, I've known you since elementary school, right? So mm-hmm. it's also just you, because high school, or, yeah, end of high school is when you also started caring about your hair. Oh, and yeah. And then caring about like your fashion sense and it's yeah i mean it's always changing and so it's growing which is normal yeah but i think those things were i know before like in high school i i did the same thing where i'm just like mm-hmm. i never gave a shit about fashion right i'd show mm-hmm. up to you know franco i show up every day it was either from middle school it was jeans and a hoodie all the time high school was sweatpants and a t-shirt or a hoodie and i did not care and flannel that was li- oh yeah and flannel um and then i started caring more about like kind of what i wore and it's it, again it's still ever growing ever changing but i feel like it's also just part of it's odd because always as a kid i'm i feel like as a guy i've been told hey it doesn't matter what you wear just wear whatever you're fine which is bullshit yeah the females have not told me that <laughs> i've been told the opposite no not by females but from other guys you know? Oh really? Yeah, you P- get to, people didn't really in tell me high that. school. I've never heard that either. Really? In high school, I, I like it was always just like, yeah, why you care about how how you look? It was like the thing was it was always a, a backhanded thing because mm-hmm. everyone cared about how they looked, but if you but a guy would tell another guy, oh, you spent twenty minutes trying to decide what to wear, I just put on whatever comes first and that's it, whatever's in my hand first. It's like. Okay, I guess I'm not supposed to care, but like yeah. I started caring and I'm just like, you know what? I do care about how because there's this stigma <clears throat> in high school that the more you like care about your appearance, the more feminine you are or effeminate, yeah. which kind of leads uh into this like psychology in high school of like, oh, you're not a guy, you're not a man if you like care about your bo- I care about like the way you look and you care about your uh appearance, whereas like Later on, you learn, oh, no, that actually makes me more manly and more responsible knowing how to take care of myself, how to dress, and, like, doing that stuff. More mature, too. Yeah, more mature. I I mean, like, I used to take, Franco and Zizi, you you both know, I used to take care of, I used to take care of my hair a lot. Like, I'd specifically have, like, salon-grade shampoo and conditioner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He'd get it from Lush. I remember that. yeah, I'd either get salon grade or I'd get go to Lush. I'd get like specific types to try to keep making my hair nice and and uh, and good. But like when when I told other people, they'd be like, "You put that much effort into your hair?" I'm like, "Yeah, I care about my hair." It was like one of the things I did the most, which was uh, take care of my hair. I know it looks messy now, so <laughs> no. But <laughs> but before I used to take care of my hair really well. Like yeah. every time it was. It was like a routine, almost like a ritual, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like later on, you're so, like, guys kind of get screwed because it's like, ah, oh, you don't, you don't, uh, you're not taking care of your face. You're not doing any like creams or anything. You, yeah. You break out more easily, shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of absurd. But it's uh, there's a dynamic shift, I think, now with in the opposite stuff. direction. Yeah. Yeah. Like w- really in the opposite direction. I remember having hair. Have Have you guys seen? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> have you guys seen the? I'll old kiss sp- your head if you want. No. Have you guys seen the Old Spice commercials? Which ones? The Recently? newer ones? The no, new ones. I haven't. There I've only seen the. Yeah. I've only seen the. I'm on a horse, or like, look at me, look yeah, back okay. at your man, look at me. Terry Crews. No, so the most recent, because it shows up as a YouTube ad for me, and mm-hmm. this is what's interesting to me, is before, like, maybe a year or two ago, was the emergence of like men products for for normal hygiene yeah so like, all like face scrubs and stuff like yeah. that and so lotions like, and creams we are, yeah. we are, uh Soap. like sasquatch or whatever they're called or yeah, like yeah those types of brands and now recently like literally the other day I was, uh, a youtube video popped up for me it was for old spice mm-hmm. and it was like their slogan now is men have skin too and like essentially the 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 premise of that video i think is 
um, like a woman has uh, the guy's um, like bought a bunch of Old Spice stuff and he's like, oh, I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like lavender for relaxing and be like, that's for me. And like yeah, the yeah. girl's having an existential crisis or whatever. So she's like, it's for you. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have seen that. So it's it's interesting. It's a it's a few, it's a huge dynamic shift. Which I and just five years. Yeah. And literally just five years. I think yeah. it's a I think it's a positive thing. Um, honestly, like one of the toughest things in terms of self care is like hair, um, because you're so much. So much of like the the self confidence always comes from like, and like how society portrays it, it comes from like having a full head of hair. Yeah. And with me, uh, I'm balding, and that my dad my dad's bald, my uncle's bald, uh, my my grandfather wasn't uh, on my dad's side, but on my mom's side, he she says he she w- says he wasn't. I remember him ha- being, but. It basically comes down to it. It it's portrayed so much as like uh, being a source of self confidence that when I started balding, it became really like a hard hit for me, and I've been trying to take care of it more now. But I've reached an impasse in my life where I'm just like, okay, either I need to like keep cutting it very short and eventually maybe go bald, or like my parent and eventually just go bald, or my family's saying like i should like do some of those evaluations for or like a consultation with like hair treatments yeah but the thing is i'm just like i don't know because like i feel like that's not me what do you mean when you say it's not you it's like it's i don't feel like it's my hair i wouldn't i don't feel like that's because it's like surgically planted there is is hair is like are those I, i'm not I, i'm they not take familiar. hairs from your arms from what i know hair from your arms and legs and kind of implant it in your head and then like use that as a girl so it technically is still is from it, you yeah, it's just yeah, from a different part of you because i'm not familiar it's not like they're putting synthetic hair in right it is real it's I part of like, and they take it from hairs. your body yeah it's, but it is it your grow. real yeah, yeah. yeah it's your real hair yeah so so is your is your thing just like you don't want to you're you're scared more so about the surgery part or are you scared I guess, more so you're just I, like I also just don't like that's probably like a very heavy commitment and in terms of like medical insurance like I gotta like make sure I have the correct one if I don't I get screwed so I will tell you because I have done research on this on your behalf <laughs> without you telling you yeah. <laughs> um no I just like I, I do like uh, seeing videos like this and um it is expensive yeah uh and you do have to make sure you go to the right doctor for it because there are like people that kind of like make makes make like make up you know being like having the technique perfected or whatever right and um that can screw you over um but it is expensive you have to go to the right doctor so you have to do research on that um and the recovery time is like months i think like six months or so six months to a year like in terms of like not yeah. recovery but like i guess like the process of growing hair and like right. getting it fuller and it doesn't. It doesn't really give you hair back that you necessarily lost. Yeah. But it does make what you have look fuller. Yeah. And like for me, that's. I don't know. Like, I would rather be confident. Like going bald and like being bald, mm-hmm. than be confident trying to, have a procedure that doesn't, fully give me back what I lost. That makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I mean, what? Let's say hypothetical. Oh, sorry. No, go, go, go. Uh, let's say hypothetically, um, the procedure was like you knew it was like a perfect thing. Like mm-hmm. you did it, it gave you your, your full head of hair back. Would you do it? I I would try and see it, but mm-hmm. like I I don't know. I it definitely is like one of those things for me where it's just like, at the end of the day, it's my decision. Sure. Yeah. And it should be. And you should be. Feel be able to feel confident in whatever. Right, because confident like confident and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it, it's more like a self-image thing. Like mm-hmm. you, like having that ingrained in your body of like the hair, like says something. Because like I don't think a lot of pe- a lot of people are bald, and like nobody gives them shit. So like, actually, it's deeply ingrained in like people's psychology. Like being bald is like a very like hard thing. Right. Um, 
most people. Really? Yeah. It's I very it's that. very difficult. For like most people. Especially like I meant like like going bald. Like if someone is going bald, like, especially like a lot of like, a lot of guys might not say it, but a lot of guys are really impacted. Like they feel like their masculinity is hit. Yeah. They they feel like you know people won't look at them the same way. It, 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 it really hits. Uh, I've, there's even studies where it shows like it's lowered like based on like how it made them feel mentally. It lowered their testosterone levels and stuff like that. Like, so I'm curious if that that is it's interesting because to me I think as a guy one of the one of the things that no no guy ever said. Mm-hmm. But was very adamant about where was their hair. Yeah. Right. Um. Because I I know at least for me, like I said, in the beginning, I never really cared too much about like fashion or anything like that. But my hair, I was like, I really like having my hair. Right. Um. So that's interesting that you say that because yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So like I don't know. It, it's one of those things that I'm working on with self care of like what row do i want to take because i'm getting to that point where like i need to make a decision soon that's fair i hope you're able to make this, that decision god damn it <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> no i don't know i it's it's odd i i don't know if you feel this mm-hmm. but i know or i'm saying you as in like you three yeah but but he was just talking to me. Of course, I looked at you right <laughs> in the eyes, right and I'm like, eyes, yeah. <laughs> "No, I, I'm, I'm more so. I don't know if you guys feel, but I feel like the a lot of self care for guys, at least, mm-hmm. um, was always, you know, it was always shunned down until recently, where like things are being yeah. more brought to light. Like, hey, guys do care about fashion, or guys do care about their hair or their skin or whatever. Eyebrows threading. But threading. Yeah. let me tell you, like, Franco Franco was was just open with us mm-hmm. and told he told us something that, that is very personal and stuff. The fact that we still have to feel bad about about talking about our feelings, oh, yeah. I can't deal with that shit. It makes no yeah. sense. Like, did, did we, uh, because oh, being no, you're talking about us as, as a people, as, like, a, as, oh. as, as like guys, <laughs> as, like guys, guys. because the, oh. the whole thing is like, oh, guys can't really share their emotions. Like, like it's not, it's not a guy's place to do that kind of stuff. And like, that's something I think all four of us, we just never really understood. Yeah. Yeah. Like we never understood that mentality because we've always been like pretty open. Like there, like there are times where we're like, oh, we're slow to open up in some areas, but like overall, we're just like this this is a safe space we can share with each other like that's but we're also open with our ourselves because we're really close we 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 know each other but like you can't if you were if something hurt you really badly in public you couldn't cry i know yeah. you won't ahmad because you just don't cry because you're an emotionless emotionless <laughs> bastard <laughs> oh <laughs> my <laughs> god <laughs> Cue the wings. me in front of everyone. <laughs> Bring the bomb into here. Self so, self care is uh, just having everyone roast every one of your friends roast you. No, but it's to the, the point of serious. In part, yeah. in part, it's fun. It's it's slightly cathartic. <laughs> Seeing their pain is fun. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Though. No, not pain, but like no, playfully. Like just being the one to experience it. Like it, it is yeah. cathartic. He's right. Yeah. But I, I'm talking more so like. Uh, if you're in public and something really bad happens to you, like you get a call and someone someone that you know passed away, or like yeah. you get a call or you get uh you get a call and be like, hey, your girl's cheating on you, or whatever it is, yeah. you would have to sit there and just be like, even if you were with some friends that you're not like that you're comfortable with, yeah, but not super comfortable with, like you're not at like uh kind of like best friends brothers level, you'd just be like, you try to just carry you on internalize as, it, yeah. You try to carry on as if nothing happened and then go home and still not know how to deal with it. Yeah. Because, like, we're not really shown or taught how to, like, process emotion, I guess. That's really what it is. Yeah, our parents' generation did not. They're they're horrible at this. Horrible. And then I don't even think it's the parents' generation thing. I just think it's kind of society in general. Yeah, I guess. it stretches back and then it kind of still persists today. Mm-hmm. Like it's really like overall society's starting to see that like, Oh, you know, maybe it's unhealthy not to like, <laughs> react, like right. Like maybe it's unhealthy to just bottle up every emotion and let it sit there until you die. Is that why all the psychologists are booked all the time? Probably. Oh, okay. I mean, isn't it, 
isn't it? I also remember reading something. It's also a thing where we're also made out, guys, guys as in we, for the most part, guys are made out to seem like the bad guy in every situation, no matter what. So if you like, if you cheat on a girl, you're a terrible person. If a girl cheats on you, you're a bitch. You're, you're a bitch for for being upset about it or for letting that happen. If um if a girl punches you, you can't you can't do anything back. If you hit a girl, you're fucked up, which that is true. If you just hit anyone, you're fucked up. But but that's that's the whole thing. Like looking at you, Chris Brown. Yes, damn straight. But like I remember seeing a video where um uh a girl like punched a guy right in the face and the guy just kind of pushed her away oh and three yeah other guys he just got jumped. jumped yeah jumped in and beat the shit out of the guy it was brutal and like those types of things where it's it's odd because there are a lot of times that uh guys are fucked up they do uh perpetuate violence in some sort of way but it's weird because for a young person, mm-hmm. for at least for a young guy, to be told, hey, if a girl hits you, don't hit her back or whatever. It's kind of setting up that mindset of like, oh, you're going to be a bitch if a girl hits you. And you have to let it happen because, oh, it's just a girl or whatever. It actually happened to me in school one time, like elementary Wait, school. Really? Yeah, like where a, a girl either punched me in the face or slapped me or did something. For some reason, I don't know. I think she was just an aggressive human being, um, or she was flirting. I don't know. This is a yeah, <laughs> she was flirting. Yeah, that's that's a form of flirtation, uh, I guess. Um, I got All my ass kicked for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I like raised my hand to like hit her back or like push her or something. And the second I, and the teacher saw the whole thing happen. Uh, and the the second I do, the teacher's like, "You better not do it. You better not lay, lay a hand on that girl." And this is when I was like uh, seven or something. Yeah. Like you better not hit a girl. And then everyone's like, "Oh, he was gonna hit a girl. You you beat girls. You do that." Like I'm like, "What? No, no. She she hit me. They all saw her hit me. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I I think that helps that helps perpetuate that feeling of like, mm-hmm. hey, you can't have any emotions. Now we we I we will say, just because somebody hits you. The immediate response should not be you hit them back. Like, well, it could be a reflex. Like, yeah, it could be a reflex, but like, but also like, don't just like straight but, up start. But because up. like it's it's kind of sounding like, like I I see what Franco's saying because yeah, it okay. sounds sketchy. It, no, no, yeah. I don't mean hit someone. <laughs> when you back. hear it and then <laughs> they hit you once, you beat no, the fuck out of no, them. <laughs> but like, for example, the story I gave, the guy wasn't violent. He literally just pushed her away, like. Like lightly yeah, to stop getting hit. Yeah, yeah like, to yeah. stop getting hit. Yeah, that he didn't go to be aggressive or punch her. Yeah, he just like was like, I don't want you near me. Just pushed her away a little bit because he's getting he's literally getting punched. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, like if if you can't even be like, oh, I'm trying to defend myself, just be like, yeah, like self defense, like putting the arm yeah. up, being I'm not seeing vi- yeah. being violent. Don't just yeah. straight up like start wailing on people in my defense i was seven <laughs> my emotions took over instantly <laughs> right yeah that was at seven you're you in your just defense, people do that girl. even when they're past seven i was trying not to cry so i was like about to smack her holding back tears actually no, i think i was crying if i'm gonna be honest i was crying and so i think people laughed at me more for that again no but see group. that's the thing that's the yeah. that's the whole exact point that he's getting at is yeah. that the crying like it's because you were crying and it's not accepted from yeah. guys, uh, yeah. it, it like almost doesn't even matter how young they are. Um, yeah, I, I used to cry a lot as a kid, and like, and through seeing people's reactions, like, oh wow, he's a guy and he's crying, or like, like adults saying, "You're a guy, you're a, you're you're a man, you 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 don't cry or whatever." Like over time, I literally stopped crying. Like I don't really cry you, for situations social, anymore. Like you've become socialized into not mm. crying. Exactly. Like I'll cry yeah. if I see something really sad, but like if I'm told something or if I'm like something upsets me and I want to cry, I just hold it in. I just I don't. The worst part about it is that if you do that, I know that I feel this way because I do that very frequently when I want to cry and I don't. It physically don't. hurts. It physically like it physically makes you not even just physically hurts. It makes you uncomfortable. Like 
you just want to thrash around because you want to release something and you don't know how. Yeah. Because you lost the the ability almost of yeah. how to how to express it. So even if you're by yourself, sorry for no, you're for fine. Saying it, but even if you're by yourself, yeah. I so I have two kind of relating to that because mm. I think they kind of prove your point. And so in 2014, uh, oh. my grandfather died. 20 2014, yeah, 2014. Okay. My grandfather died, and I found out uh, the day we uh, because we were having a musical at my school, and I was like in the cast. I found out that day, so I basically had to show up to the performance, uh, knowing that this person who was I was very close with had died, and in the classroom, uh, in the like classroom we were getting ready and my uh, the theater teacher told uh like told the class uh, about it and i was and he told me like do you want to share some words and the entire time i'm trying to hold back the emotion and the tears while trying to like say like let's have a good show and i tried three times and i could not get it out and i was like physically like hurting and I, I, I just gave up and my teacher kind of, uh, the teacher kind of said it. And right before the performance started, I, like we were dressed and everything. I went into the back corner of the classroom and I just cried. But I didn't let anyone see me. And also, even when you're by yourself, in 2016, my dog died. Also another like uh, moment where I got hit pretty hard. And it was Valentine's Day, or the like the weekend of Valentine's Day. Yeah, because I picked you up yeah, from college. From college, I we drove back home. I didn't find out until I was home. Mm -hmm. I got up the stairs, and my mom told me, even in my own home, even with mo the only people being my parents, I went into the other bedroom and cried. I I couldn't cry in front of my parents. Like that's how like ingrained it was not to cry. People are pee shy. We've become cry shy. <laughs> but even even so, I've, for the most part, I've lost the ability to do it. Well, even you're on your own, right? Yeah. Like I, even I in private, yeah. I, I like I've lost you. I wouldn't say I've lost the ability to shed tears or like cry a little bit, but I've lost the ability to like ball your eyes out like, mm -hmm. and to yeah. to be cathartic. It, it takes some kind of trauma to yeah. invoke those kind of tears. Yeah, and it's. It's weird. It has to be something super, super serious. For even he, then, it's yeah. It's even hard. then, it's you have that worry that you might not be able to, like if something yeah. like that happens. And I, that just makes me more frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. The thing that Zija, you were talking about earlier uh -huh. about how like younger, uh, like you used to like freely cry, like you were still comfortable with that. I was I was basically the same way as a kid. I like yeah. I know you guys are looking at me now. You're like, oh really? Um, but yeah, as a kid, no, I, Ooh, I was also you. like, <laughs> uh, everyone all the time. Always no. Uh, I I would also like freely express myself uh, that way. But then like you you start to notice that like oh um, it's not something that like guys do, and I yeah. I really don't know what happened. At some point like that became socialized in me, but it went beyond that to like me becoming the dead inside person that I am. <laughs> uh, so like, I have that same worry that like Zishan just pointed out is like, like I, I don't have the ability, like I can shed a tear and stuff. Like if I mm -hmm. see something like, see some content that's like pretty emotional, like yeah. yeah, like my eyes can water and stuff. But like if I had uh, a very frustrating experience, like I can't uh, like ball my eyes out or yeah. if like, I'm worried that in the future, if there's any sort of like trauma, I won't be able uh, to have that like cathartic processing of uh crying like in that capacity that i should yeah. be and then like the question to me becomes whether or not is it like does it have to be only that way or like like what what, what is that normal then yeah a mother if it makes you feel better i've seen you cry <laughs> we made him cry yeah. <laughs> remember no, <laughs> no i've the, seen the hot cry. sauce that was a single stream of tear coming no, out of one I've eye. Seen, I have seen you cry. You used to hang out when we were kids. I've seen this you true. cry. true. That is true. <laughs> I'm like, what did you do? When was we, this? We have cried in front of each other. We have cried in front of each other. We've also fought. So, like... 
also true. Did you fight with any everyone when you were younger? <laughs> we fought. You guys fought. Did you just fight everyone? Yeah, I was. I didn't know how to process emotions. What do you want me to do? <laughs> um, no, because like it, it was because I think middle school. I think eighth year was the last time like I freely cried in front of people, like in front of like a class or whatever. Yeah. And then like following like ninth grade, tenth, like going to high school and college, I would always like remember stuff like that. Like, you know, remember I, I me mean, crying then, like, my younger sister is very much like me. She, like, starts crying very easily at, like, any situation. And it's, like, got, like, and I, I don't like to do it, but like, I don't, like, try to react to it. But I get so angry on the inside when I see her crying or if I, like, remember myself crying. And I'm just, like, that's not healthy. Like, no. I'm seeing someone else cry and I'm getting viscerally angry that they're crying because I know in the back of my mind how people will react to it. Like... Like, I have to walk away. If I see her crying, I have to walk away just so I don't say something or, like... Like, because I don't want to say something yeah. to her. She should be able to cry. She should be able to, you know, let out her emotions. I feel I feel the same. I mean, it's also... It's also weird. We... It's just... We aren't given... And I think it leads to a rise in mental health problems for guys. Oh, probably, is the yeah. fact Is the fact that we also aren't given the support system, right? Mm-hmm. If you care about your homies you're 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 not a guy you know it's just it's it's a feminine quality to care about your homies yeah. it's a feminine quality to be like hey my boy's crying he went through a tough breakup let me go give him a hug and let's go out let's just binge i uh binge netflix and eat ice cream it's like the 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 best way you can do it without yeah. being like oh without feeling like it's wrong is be like I got cheer you. up let's go yeah. let's go do something like uh, go get beers or like whatever. Bro, even now, like if I see one of my guy friends uh, like suffering or going through it, like I physically like I can hug him any normal time, but like during that specific time, I physically cannot get myself to hug them to or whatever. Like... At, at best, Zishan was uh, like upset about something one time. The best I was physically able to do was like pat him on the back. That's rough, buddy. That's literally, like, the best I could do. Like, the stereotypical pat on the back. Yeah. Like, I thought about hugging him, but it, it, like, the thought just made me, like, really, for whatever reason, in that moment, uncomfortable. Yeah. I get that. I, I think, for me, I'm I'm working through getting over that kind of yeah. feeling. Because I'm, I'm, I've become more, like, I need to break out of this, like, mold of not doing anything and, like, for self-growth in all sorts of aspects of, like... Mm-hmm. How do I make myself be a healthier person? Yeah. Not only for myself, but also realize the things that are wrong and still do it, right? Because, like, if you see, if you if a girl sees you crying or whatever and it's your friend, they'll yeah. hug you, they'll comfort you, they'll do whatever. Yeah. And then, like, so now if I, if I see any of my guy friends, like, going through it or whatever, crying or, like, really upset, I'll give them a hug. I'll be like, yo, let's do something. Be like... Uh, or be like, if you need space, I got you. Or like, be kind. Because I, I think we all have grown in that aspect where yeah. we're more open to each other and being like, being like, hey, we're here for you. Instead yeah. of just being like, sucks, homie. And, and that's really like, that's really a, a, a thing that needs to be addressed in society at large. Like, guys that are going through those tough situations... Uh, can have someone that they can be open with because if they don't that can really lead to some grave situations you could become abusive without even realizing you're not even that like teenagers who like deal with a bunch of emotional Mm, shit yeah like the suicide rate is just because they don't know how to process emotions exactly and they're told and guys are told at that age suck it up and it's like uh, yeah yeah be a man yeah like that kind of thing Oh, I think that 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 when I was like I think when I was in the ninth grade I think was the first time I heard the word pussy because I was crying and this kid was just like well it could be in a pussy. Damn. Yeah. That's where you respond with you are what you eat. I I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what that was. <laughs> like I didn't know what it was so I just started casually using it and then I got told uh, you don't <laughs> nah, say that. <laughs> that's fair. I don't I don't know. It's interesting. I'm glad that the dynamic is shifting now. Yeah. Um. It's definitely. It's still. It's always going to be a growing process because I feel like there are a lot of guys like us mm-hmm. who are realizing, you know, it's fucked up that you know, 
uh, caring about the homies is cool, being able to cry is cool, whatever like that. Yeah. Um, and through that, I feel like, you know, the younger generation will also have less of that pressure. And I think it's going in a good pattern. But it's interesting because, I mean, what most of what we just talked about is just like society keeping us yeah. down. Mm-hmm. The man. The man. And it's it's odd. I don't... It's odd in the ways that we feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. It's It can be something as small as just telling someone to be a man. Yeah. It can be something as small as being like... Or just scoffing at them for caring about their appearance. Yeah. Like... Uh, like, I, I used to... I not used to... I still do my eyebrows. Not eyebrows. Like, I kind of just clean up my uh, unibrow area a little bit. Mm. And I was doing that one time. And uh, uh, people would be like, they would see me. They'd be like, uh, like <laughs> they'd be like a joking thing, but it'd be like, like, oh, that, that's kind of gay. Yeah. Like, oh, why, why are you doing that, or why? Yeah. Or I even talked about it in class with that, like some, some, because I did have like a very prominent unibrow, and like I went from not having it to all of a sudden not having it. So, and uh, there's some girls who were just like, oh, your unibrow's got like they're so hyped about it. And then like uh, there is um some other uh, guys who like overheard like you 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 uh took away your unibrow and i'm just like yeah i know i mean it was because they're like wow you're you're such a uh an f word that's not the other the other f word uh. <laughs> yeah. and, and and i was so confused then because i'm just like well yesterday you were bullying me like like for really having. like being brutal about it like for having it like making me feel super like you know low and then yeah. self-conscious about it uh, and then like I did something about it, and now you're going the opposite direction. Is like still like yeah. So I have a story about that as well, similar. Um, there was a kid in my uh, in one of my classes. This was like either sixth grade or seventh grade, mm-hmm. who um had a haircut and like got his eyebrows done. It yeah. was noticeable, and the thing was, he was so embarrassed to say that he he did like he you know took care of himself that Mm -hmm. like his excuse was oh you know uh my my hair got burnt off oh you told me about this when it happened yeah yeah like some of my hair got burnt off like my eyebrow hair got burnt (laughs) off and shit like that so that way he can be like oh yeah it wasn't no i didn't get my eyebrows done it just got burnt off a little bit you literally have to put your face in fire for it to be acceptable to like, get. Damn, fire give you a fade. Yeah, <laughs> it was more so about his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. specifically eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm like, that's what. <laughs> I mean, at the time, you probably thought that was just absurd. Like, what fire yeah. burnt your eyebrow? Yeah, specifically but, your unibrow. But like, he was so he was so dead set on it that you know. Oh, he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't budge to the point where like everyone was just like, "Oh, okay, I guess that happened. Maybe you were playing with fire or making food or something like that, and got a little too close." Perfectly. Which no seventh grader can cook, so I don't know. I could cook at. That's not true. I could cook at seventh grade. I was cooking a lot. I I cook now. That is like even now, like fr- since then. Oh yeah. Uh, when was the last time you cooked for us, Amon? That that it, <laughs> for you guys, <laughs> burgers. What was that? Yeah, I need more burgers. Yeah. Well, I I have a cast iron griddle now. Wasn't it earlier this year? <laughs> Be a man it, and get in the kitchen, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Like cooking is my self care. That's. <laughs> I I mean anything to help, like whatever kind of keeps you grounded yeah Yeah. whatever passions you have it's weird that you know guys can't really that we feel that we can't do certain things because it's a feminine thing like cooking although now that's going the opposite direction like girls are like nah i'm not cooking you bet you best cook like you better cook society is going in a different way but even before it made no sense that if you did cooking you know you were seen as unmanly or whatever but even at the time, chefs were chefs. mainly guys. <laughs> I'm like, how did they get up there? <laughs> like, like that oh should... no, that's manly. They're doing, they're doing uh, solid things. They're they're, put... they're doing real cooking. Yeah. yeah, they're putting the garnishes on correctly. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't know. I I feel I'm I'm I like 
where society is going in terms of it's fun. it's hilarious in to terms me. of that <laughs> terms, no that's what i mean in terms of like <laughs> in terms of that a lot of other things and uh, <laughs> yeah. other things, specifically that in terms of like taking care of or just making sure that self-care goes to everyone it's hilarious to me like how some of like the basic living skills of like cooking doing laundry uh cleaning they were all made to be like feminine it, it makes zero sense. Like, like it makes zero sense to me. Like, oh, how you want to survive? <laughs> like what? And then like, like, like I guess that goes a little off the point. But like, I, I find it interesting how like a lot of guys don't view it as as like real work. Like, let's say like you have like a like a housewife. Yeah. She she technically works more hours in the day than the dude does. He he just goes to his nine to five. Uh, go has takes his lunch break for an hour or whatever. Comes home, watches TV or whatever. A lot of housewives I know, like the they'll be like up in the morning, mm-hmm. make cooking breakfast, getting kids ready for school, uh, doing chores, errands, whatever throughout the day. Um, night dinner, uh, cleaning, like all like there's a whole like literally it's like twelve, yeah. fourteen, sixteen hours of work. And then, but like to, to many guys, they're just like, uh, they don't, they don't see that. Yeah, they don't. They like don't they're s- like, oh, she doesn't work. Uh, I'm the breadwinner of the family. She doesn't really work. Yeah. I do the working. I'm yeah. like, you, you, you're not exa- You're not spent at the end of the day. You're yeah. just you're you're watching Netflix, drinking Ahmad, a beer or whatever you're doing. Ahmad, question for you. It's a question for everyone, but I'm asking Ahmad, and then yeah, I want to give it to everyone else. If you were with someone and you had you just had a kid. And let's say the the one person had to stay home to take care of the kid. If the if the woman was making more money than you, would you step? Would you be a house husband? husband? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's fair. But like, Although, even this is the other uh, thing. Like, even if uh, say we're both making the same amount, mm-hmm. or I'm making less and we're financially stable, then yeah, still then. But. Let me ask, uh, wh- why couldn't you just, you know, send your kid to a day, or maybe step down for a few years, but like, why couldn't well, you just send your kid, kid to a day? Oh. You just had the kid. I'm just saying, I'm saying mm-hmm. like, for like, let's say a year or two, you mm-hmm. don't want to get a nanny because it's just. So it's, like, you've already gone through your maternity leave, your paternity leave. Yeah. That's all like spent up. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't want to get a nanny because you know, whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, I, it, let's say there was the preference of mm-hmm. one parent should stay home. Yeah. I think a lot of offices are also being like very like lean. They're like, okay, if you need to take like a sabbatical or something yeah, for something like but that. Yeah, I'm saying specifically in the in the sense of like, if you were if you in the if you're in a situation where mm-hmm. it's like like step down permanently for for until permanently, the kids, but like for until like they're old enough to go to school yeah, or whatever. I guess. I guess yeah. I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't step down permanently for because I I don't think I don't know if anyone would. I wouldn't just because I'd get bored because i enjoy working yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like the, that is also very tough like i see like my mom so it's very tough on your mind my mom's many times just like you know i wish i had the opportunity to like you know yeah go back and like either study or work like a like a job or whatever you know get, get out of the house like you know yeah. have something other than you know like yeah, the no. kids are great but after a while like yeah no i guess you get tired <laughs> of, of them a kid's not a great conversationalist no not until they're like older and even then <laughs> No, I I just meant that in the sense of, I just meant that in the sense that, you know, I know, I know like maybe one or two guys that are, that are the people that stay at home, but Mm -hmm. like so many people around them talk so much trash, be like, oh yeah, so much. And I don't get that. Like, I don't, I don't either. It's like, if a girl's working, you know, you're just like, yeah, empowerment. If a girl's staying at home there, everyone's like, yeah, that's normal. If a guy's mm-hmm. working, it's like that's what you're supposed to do. And if a guy's at home, you're just like, the fuck? you don't wear the pants in your relationship. Yeah, you're 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 whipped. Like, yeah, I'm like, no, we're a team. Yeah, <laughs> as you know, every relationship should be. It shouldn't be a power dynamic. Yeah, it sh- it should just be like, oh hey, you're trying to take care of each other. You're trying to live, and yeah. Well, she bought me a PS5, and that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm staying at home also because like, I get to play video games. Like I'm hanging out with my kid and playing video games. Like, playing video games with my kid. Yeah. Making TikToks with my kid. Oh my god. Yeah, but Zishan, you wouldn't plug in the controller for your kid. <laughs> Damn, you, Damn, you had to go there. Why, why you gotta do that? 
It's fine. I'll never forgive you for that. That's the one thing I'll never let go. It's fine. He's a two. You'll be on your deathbed, and I'll be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's fine. They're two. They'll just be distracted you'll by be the pretty on, colors You'll be on, on my deathbed. You'll put a controller on my casket and just not plug it in. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how Zija wraps up self-care. Like, <laughs> he's like, I've finally forgiven you in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> plug it in, bitch. <laughs> He's just giving a speech at my funeral. He's just like, at the end, he puts a, he puts a controller down. Plug it in, bitch. <laughs> I, 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 I tap the casket as it goes down. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bob and I are, are like the only people who understand what the fuck's going on at this funeral. What I have learned from this is you guys all think I'm going to die first. Oh, no. I'm dead no, first. It's gonna be I'm me. 100% dead. It's going to be no, me. No, it's going to be me. God no, damn. I doubt that. It's, it's, I, I hope it's not me. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I, I want to live till like I'm 150. Okay, first that's of all, no. That's too long. Like I still want it. Yeah, I can't get no, it not want it. You yeah. can want it. You can want it. By the end, because he, he wants to be at that point where he's by the end of it, and he's like, guys, I've seen some shit. Like, <laughs> In the afterlife? Zizio wants the ultimate, ultimate content. For a podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He, he's he's like still the alive act- then. He's doing it on his own. <laughs> my my title? Uh, uh, then there was one. Dot dot dot. <laughs> he, that's the last episode. <laughs> the, in the afterlife he's just like, guys I've seen some shit. I'm like, yeah motherfucker we've seen it too. We've been up here. Imagine Mom. podcasting for a hundred years. I mean if it's still fun then yeah. As long as it's fun. You guys are gone. I'm just True. sitting here alone. Just pretty, like I've lost my mind. Like I'm just imagining. Like, I have like a coconut or like a, a volleyball. <laughs> but he's, he's having all of these conversations. All of it's in his head. Only his part gets to be recorded. <laughs> as long as it's fun, it's all that matters. Oh my god. This just turned really dark and sad. That's okay. Ahmad, what are you... Uh, as a last thing, what are what are some, some, some of the self-care things you do? Because I know you cook. But like, yeah, I I don't really know what else you do besides cook and like take care of your hair. Yeah, and beard. Um, yeah, hair and beard, obviously. Um, you gotta rely on that sandalwood. Uh, but <laughs> uh, cooking is another one I do. Uh, I've like recently that's been I've put a lot of my time into cooking, like especially in quarantine. Like I've already I I used to cook a lot anyways, but like started learning even more beyond that. I don't know for me like just interacting with other people like i like i'm an introvert but having mm-hmm. wholesome substantive dialogue with other people that is something that really like i find fulfilling yeah we've been having a lot of those uh, recently yeah and even like on like this for example like this is i for me at least I, i'm assuming for you guys as well feels kind of like a self-care kind of, yeah Sort of, yeah. It's cathartic to just be able to talk about, like, shit. There's certain days we're stressed while recording, and it's not so cathartic, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. The, the ones we scrap. It's like, well... No, some of the uh, ones we, we scrapped are really funny. I know. It's true. They can just never see the light of day. <laughs> Another one I would say is just, like, uh, watching a lot of comedic content. Like yes stand up yes. funny shows Ooh, yeah. like it's something that just like kind of lets you turn your mind off and just enjoy the moment mm-hmm. and then i share it with you guys and like look forward to your reactions <laughs> that's it that's something i didn't think of as a as a self-care thing but you're right i do that very frequently just being able to enjoy yourself being able i guess also just being able to say enjoy the things that you like yeah uh, yeah it's true. which like, I will say, it's very unfair, because liking Naruto back in the day got me bullied, but liking Naruto yeah. now makes me cool. Fuck that You're shit. You're cultured now. Like, <laughs> now. Now I'm cool for liking Naruto. Bullshit. Some, someone asked me, like, to, like, to like my earlier, earlier point of, like, you know, being, like, hip to something back in the day. Yeah, someone anime. Was just, someone was just like, oh, have you ever seen Naruto? I wanted to strangle them. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I've. This was my childhood. I've been watching it for like eleven years now. Yeah. We're still watching. We're, it. we're still rewatching it to this day. No, yeah, like a- anime's like become such a thing now. Of like, with like it being mainstream, it's like 
bitch, we've been watching like Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Pokemon. Like, how dare you ask me if like, I've seen this? <laughs> we've we've been on this train. But uh, for me, that is that's also a self care thing. Just being confident in like mm-hmm. what I who I am and what I like to do. Because before, you know, I'm always I've always been like scared to say something because I'm always scared of people. I guess not always scared, but I've been scared of people like judging the things that I like because it's not mm-hmm. societally okay for it's not me. Cool. It's not cool or it's not manly. It's not, cool. it's not or acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, but now I'm just I flaunt the fact I'm like yeah you want to go upstairs I got like thirty face masks upstairs I got I got hair oil I got uh, um, curl cream for my hair I got different shampoos I got some black like the blackhead removers yeah so I'm just like yeah I take care of myself I got shit to do and I'm like I'm proud of that shit now like there's definitely some things that go into self care that you should always do like exercise eat healthy. Uh, drink water things like that Skin but also care. like uh, <laughs> yeah take care of your body but also like if you like something enjoy it uh be able uh be open about your feelings like set aside time for yeah. it like that yeah that's the other thing like we um, set aside time for the podcast true it's one of the things at least for me it's one of the things where i'm just like yeah this is also for me it's work but it's also self-care because i enjoy doing it and it's a hobby can't wait for the uh, breakout fight where we just like stop dealing with each other. Guys, and... can we can we have a fight for content? <laughs> Only if you On start a family show. channel for a content. No, that can be the reason we have a fight for content. Zija makes it for you on your behalf yeah. and just starts following oh, wait, you around wait, wait, with wait. his camera. How do I make it for him on his behalf? <laughs> it's a YouTube channel. What do you it's mean? A YouTube channel. You make the channel. Oh, oh. <laughs> talking about the kid? Oh. No, you don't never make mind. the family never, never, for never, him never. on his behalf. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what's wrong with you that, that, i don't like that vlog <laughs> one hey guys gutter, man. <laughs> vlog one hey guys we're adopting kids god damn it guys <laughs> guys i messed up <laughs> it, it's like all those tiktok comments i'm like where someone like gives simple instructions to do something and then all the comments are like instructions unclear uh, instructions unclear my cat is now dead or something like that like <laughs> my dick stuck in a fan <laughs> Instructions unclear. I, I started, started a family, family channel for him. <laughs> oh no! I I think that's a great place to yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, I think probably. that's really good. Hi, right, Franco. Why don't you close this off? Yep. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the newest episode of C Squared AF. Uh, we will see you next time. See you. Peace. Later. <laughs>